Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Timberwolves playing well. They hold off Detroit at Little Caesars Arena and get the W. They come home, take on Detroit Sunday. I love those matinees. Our pregame at 2 at Cal. Allen with all the play-by-play at 2.30 here on the home of the Timberwolves. Speaking of the Wolves, Kevin Lynch joins us, Ballet Sports North, Timberwolves analyst. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Steve. Can you hear me okay? I can. You sound great, as always. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually at a high school game. I'm actually, actually watching Holy Family High School play at Delano right now. So I'm uh, checking out a couple, uh, couple high school teams. Yeah, and you, you get out and watch a lot of high school hoops. I know, I know you really enjoy it. I go out cover a ton of games, and you know what? It it I know you're busy with the Timberwolves, and you know I'm busy with stuff. But I I love getting out to the gym and watching girls and boys hoops. Nothing like it. It's uh it's the best level of basketball. I mean, I I enjoy the NBA, and obviously college hoops is yeah. great too. But um, nothing like, you know, playing with your buddies that you grew up with and, and, uh, trying to win games or trying to win a state championship. It's, you know, with, uh, with your friends and, and, uh, you're a teenager. It's, it's the best. Yeah. And, uh, you, you played on some good teams, Bloomington Jefferson once upon a time. Do you think about the, those days? I, I suppose when you go out and watch a high school game or you're doing the, State tournament and Sun Channel Forty Five. You think more about it in those moments. How great it was to be a part of that. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. It, it, it makes me long for the past in some ways. Yeah. Because you know? I. So you know, it's funny. Some people, you know, they they're, they're, they hated high school and or they didn't have a good experience and and you know, right. some people have that. That's how it was for them. But for me, it was a great time and with my friends and I had a stable family life and, and school and, and sports and it wasn't just basketball. I played football too, but oh, just a great experience. And, and um, yeah, so when I go watch these games, it kind of takes me back in time a little bit. So I enjoy it. Yeah, and I, when I've been out and about, I, I spend a lot of time in the northern suburbs and, and see some of those teams and I've 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 had a chance. Andover's got a couple of good guards. I've had it fortunate enough to see Park Center number one in four A. I haven't seen Totino Grays yet, number one in three A. They beat Park Center at home in Fridley uh maybe a week and a half ago. I've seen Osio play uh, a, yeah. a fair amount. And and the one thing I know, I mean and Kev, you were, you were a good player, went on to the U had a great career at the University of Minnesota, played in the NBA, played in Europe. There's just so many good players. I'm really impressed by, you know, the the skill these kids have. Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, absolutely. That's that's so true. I mean, you look at these kids too. I mean, I, I used to do some personal training with kids, and you know, I live in Eden Prairie, so I was working with probably 15 years ago, Steve. I was working with uh, 
one or two like probably fifth grade boys just personally training them in basketball and then within about a few months i was working with three four five of of these kids teammates because their other the parents were hearing about that i was working with these kids and so they wanted me to work with their son and so i did some of that and but that's the point is like you know back when you and i were kids you know you just played every once in a while maybe occasionally in the summertime you went to a basketball camp but for the most part you were on your own, but nowadays you got kids that are ten years old that are personally training to get to you know to improve as a basketball player. So you got a t- and girls are doing the same thing too. It's just yeah. so the skill level of all these kids is way better than it was you know say when we were kids. Yeah, it, it is impressive and uh, certainly fun. I invite people to get out. You know, there's a gym near you. Get out and support yeah. your local high school teams. Boys, girls, get out to the rink. Uh, next week I have, uh, I got boys hoops, Champlain Park at home, and then I'm going to go over to legendary Aldrich Arena and see Benilde St. Margaret's and Hill Murray on Tuesday night. I, I get a kick out of it, and it, it, it just kind of helps me get through winter. because uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Hey, you, you know, know you, I saw Park Center. Uh, yeah. First, when they played Edina to start the season, so this is whatever it was, November, early December. Yep. I, and then I, I did, and I was impressed by them. I can see why they're just kind of uh, you know beating everybody. But then I, you should watch, try to get down to watch Shakopee. Shakopee is just as good as Park Center. They are a really good team. No, you know, no major maybe talent, but, you know, high Division One type of talent on that team, but. They really play well together, and they're all juniors and seniors, and that makes a difference. So Shakopee, I would imagine, has got a good chance to get to the state tournament. And if they would play Park Center, that would be a great game. Yeah, and the one thing about the Pirates, James Ware, the head coach who played at Hopkins, really a good guy. Braden Carrington's heading to the U, a big recruit for Ben Johnson. They really get after it defensively, Kev. And I, I don't know if you've had a chance to see Park Center yet, but uh, they, by the way, host Osseo on Monday night, and that's a big game. I, I've got another game that I committed to, so I won't be able to check that one out. But, man, Park Center, they really get after it defensively. I mean, you know, for the for the entire 36 minutes, they are just in your grill. It, yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Park Center does that, James Ware. Like you said, yeah. he's a good coach. And Tim Tyson at Osseo, yeah. boy, he, he he runs a good program, and they have some good athletes. They're good. In fact, I was at the Osseo-Totino Grace game just last week, so I saw oh, those, yeah? those two teams play. So I was up there. I was up there in your neck of the woods, my friend. Yeah, and I didn't. I wasn't able to get to that because that night I had another. I, I would have been thrilled to bump India, and the Orioles pulled off the upset. I saw that. So that, yeah, that, that's, yeah that's right. You know, the, the one thing about Totino, though, that kind of frustrates me, and I, I know you and I have talked about this before, is, you know, that team, it's a private school, and so they're, you got kids from all over the place, and, yep. and you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of an all-star team, and they're big and talented and stuff, but, uh, you know, it's not, it's not one of those high school situations. Most high schools, 99% of high schools in the state, you know, they win or lose with the kids that have come through the youth program, and, and they didn't move around, and and you know, form these all-star type teams. It's most most of the teams in the state. You know, you, you win or lose with the kids that grew up together, and and so Totino doesn't do that. But uh, but you know, an Osseo even is a situation where kids move around a little bit too. But you got you're, you're talking about. I mean, I th- I think Tim Tyson's a, a really good coach with the Orioles. 
Yeah, and we we grew up in the same neighborhood. I mean, literally, let's see, I'm thinking, I look across the street, one, two, three doors up the street, Tim Tyson, same same street in Champlin. Think about that. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, we, we, we grew up. Now, I, I'm older than he is. You know, he, I think, is the youngest of the kids, so I... I grew up with his older brother, but, you know, we still played pickup games in the neighborhood. And, yeah, like I say, same street, three doors up. Oh, yeah. Um, we Mean streets of Champlin, Kev. Uh, we, <laughs> Man, that sounds like a, that sounds like a rough area, man. You got you to be oh, yeah. tough to live in. <laughs> West Bloomington, Champlin, man, it, it's tough. Tough stuff. Oh, but, oh yeah. West Bloomington, <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Lynch joining us. Timberwolves right now, they're on an upswing. Good win over Denver. They grind one out in Detroit. They get the Pistons back on Sunday. And, and Kevin, I wanted to talk to you about this. What's impressed me is they got through all that stretch of COVID and some guys further down the bench got some minutes. Chris Finch has been able to mix and match. But what's impressed me is, is different guys seem to be stepping up. And to me... That's his biggest sign is the team heading in the right direction. Where maybe Ant's not having a great night or or Cat or or Delo's out of the lineup or whatever, but but someone's stepping up and helping them win games. Yeah, no no question about it. I mean what you're seeing is is, is true. Um you know, whether it's Jaden McDaniels has been playing better recently, Torian Prince, who's a bit more of a veteran player, he's been on fire. I mean, shooting the ball, he's been I, I kind of figured he would have a, a big role with this team too. You know, even early in the season when he wasn't doing much or even playing very much, I kind of figured if this season starts to turn around, Torian Prince is going to play a role in that. But uh, Jalen Noel, Nas Reed has been good. So I mean, I, I know the Wolves have really struggled to win games. They've they've been one of the bottom teams in the NBA for a long time for the most part. But this year, something is happening. I think I hope people start to pay attention a bit more to what's going on with the Wolves, and that depth is stepping forward, and Towns has been terrific, and Edwards has got a chance to be a star player, too. So, um, yeah, and, and de- defensively, they were terrific last couple games, I thought, for the most part. So um, there's a lot of reasons for, for some excitement yeah. around the Timberwolves, and uh, so I think uh, everybody needs to tune into these these upcoming games. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Even a guy like Malik Beasley, who some nights it's like, you know, what's going on here? But, yeah. for instance, in the game against Detroit, 6-9 from the field, 4-5 from outside the arc, 2-2 two two from the free throw line, 18 points in, in just shy of 20 minutes. That's a big contribution for a guy that as you get into more and more meaningful games down the stretch, you're going to need guys like that to, to help bail you out when someone else is struggling. Well, that, that's the only way the Wolves are going to be a winning team moving forward, whether it's this year or the next couple of years. Is you know you got to you got to play together. You got to do it as a team, and and yep. and and plus it's it's you know like what you just said about Malik Beasley. It's kind of important that you know when some of your team if, I, if I'm coming off the bench for the Timberwolves and some of my teammates that are also coming off the bench start to play really well, all that does is you know there's there's competition within your within teams, you know, with, with your teammates. And that should raise your level, I think, of, of play when 
you're coming off the bench with some of these guys that are playing well. So uh, it feeds on each other. It feeds on itself. And, and uh, so, yeah, something good is happening right now. If they can stay healthy, Steve, they should be a team that makes the playoffs, whether it's a play-in or, or they get in the top six or whatever. And then, then the fun really starts to begin in the springtime. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's about time that this stuff has happened. Chris Finch has done a good job with these guys, and, and uh, I think uh, even better days are ahead. Yeah, and, and Kev, you, you know, you, you obviously follow the team very close, follow the NBA very closely, and this, there's always been this thought, well, you know, coaching in the NBA, you know, it, it matters, but maybe not as much as other sports. But I, I think the the job Chris Finch has, has done here, and I, I think he came into a tough situation. You know, Ryan Saunders, middle of the season, awkward, yeah. then uh, they, they part ways with Gerson Rosas. But but he has, has been steady Eddie. I'm impressed by what he says post-game. You know, I, I'm not a – you know, practice every day or sit sit in the Zoom calls every day. But when I do hear him speak and, and how he handles himself and how he manages the game, I, I, I think he does a really nice job. Well, Doug, when, wouldn't you say when you've heard him interviewed in press conferences that he, he – would you say, Steve, that he comes off as genuine? Yes, very much so. And and, and I think – I agree with that. I think that's true – He's not a coach that's going to be, you know, seeking. He doesn't need the spotlight, I don't think. Or there's not a whole lot of that to him. He, I'm sure he's got a, an ego, but it seems like, you know, he he doesn't need the spotlight. He wants to keep it on the players. And the players pick up on that genuineness, I think, out of him. They all seem to like him. And um, and so that's important. They, they enjoy playing for him. And I, I think he's done a nice job. It's uh, and you know he's a young coach too. He, this is his first time as a head coach in the NBA, so they're all growing kind of in this together. But I think Chris Finch has done a good job, like you said, under kind of challenging circumstances the last year, year and a half. But uh, you know the the players like playing for him, and and I think he's done a nice job. And he's another reason for us to be excited about where these guys are going. Yeah, for sure. And as you mentioned, Anthony Edwards, just in his second year, and and Carl Anthony Towns has just had some monster games. And what's been impressive, Kev, is he's stepped up when they've really needed it and and maybe had, you know, kind of a quiet first three quarters, but in he's he's had some big fourth quarters as of late, and that's huge as well. Well, you know, sometimes one thing that kind of does frustrate me with the, with how the Wolves play offensively is, is they they take so many quick shots and they jack up too many threes at times, and 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 there no, there's no question they're at their best when they're playing through Carl Anthony Towns when he's touching yeah. the ball, whether he's shooting or, or posting up or as a passer. I mean, he's just a to me he's one of the top fifteen all-around offensive players in the NBA, and it's not easy for those big guys to get on a list like that. I, I think he's he's such a good shooter, and he can do so many different things for a big guy. It's it's impressive. So, yeah, when they're at their best, he has the ball in, the, in his hands quite a bit. And, and uh, yeah, but when they're struggling, they tend to take quick shots, and they don't go through towns as much. So that's one thing you got to kind of pay attention to. Sometimes they play so fast that they don't get him the ball enough. So... As long as they get 
the basketball in Towns' hands, I, I think offensively they're going to be fine. And uh, w- what about trade deadline coming up? W- would you make a move? The chemistry seems to be good. We, we've we talked a lot this season, Kev, about the, the Timberwolves needing a, a little help and a little more size up front. Yeah especially as you get down the stretch and, and potentially in the playoffs, or or do you just kind of let it ride and see how it plays out? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, if, if let's say they make the playoffs and play, you know, match up against one of the bigger teams in the Western Conference, and, and, and that's going to rear its ugly head if they don't, they don't start. Whether they make a change at the trade deadline right now here in February, uh, they, they're going to have to address this, this next summer too so at some point you're going to have to address it i think you need one more big seven foot guy on this team to really help but you're right in the fact that the chemistry is kind of it can be kind of a delicate thing and if you bring in the wrong personality and a guy doesn't want to be here even though he can help you maybe win a few games uh that might not be worth it so yeah things are are feeling kind of good right now maybe two weeks ago or a month ago you asked me yeah you gotta for sure get a big guy and i still think they do eventually but um you know i would not be surprised to answer that question steve is if, if they if they wait on making any major moves and just uh wait for the summer and, and let this season ride out as it is well kev always good to visit with you enjoy the game tonight thanks for the time Thanks, Steve. Have a good night. See you. All right, there he is, uh, Kevin Lynch, Valley Sports North, Timberwolves analyst, known Kev a long time, does terrific job on television, and just a great guy. 822, and uh, I believe he's going to be part of Channel 45 State Boys Basketball Tournament with Dave Lee again in March. So that, that'll that'll be good to see uh, Kevin Dave on on TV. Uh, Timberwolves back at it. Detroit, I love those Sunday matinees. Pre-game 2 o'clock. Tip just after 2.30. Cal Soderquist hands it off to Alan Horton. And then uh, they'll go out west. They'll be at Sacramento on Tuesday night. That'll be a later start. Our pregame at 8.30 here on the home of the Timberwolves. Quick break. We'll come back. Still a lot more to come on the program today, a little bit, uh, or tonight, a little bit later on at 8.35. Ken Pauley's going to join us. Uh, he is the boys' hockey coach at Benilde St. Margaret's. They're a top-five team in 2A. We'll get an update on their season. But next, uh, Jim Harbaugh told uh, the Detroit Free Press that the interview was a one-time thing. It admits the depth of interest wasn't mutual. Bloated Jim's ego? Probably. We'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Sports to the max. Steve Thompson in for Mike Max. Chris Tubbs, the constant. He is a producer on the program. And uh, we're, we're still getting over the fact in these parts that Jim Harbaugh is not the next Viking head coach. Uh, he goes back to Michigan. And Mitch Album. Um, he has written books and has been uh, a sports writer in Detroit for the Free Press for a long, long time. And I invite you to read the piece. Uh, Jim Harbaugh opens up, insists he's a Wolverine for good, wants to win it all. Uh, once again, uh, you, you can just go to the Detroit Free Press, the website, freep.com, F. R E E 
P.com and read the story for yourself. Chris, I don't know if you had a chance to read the piece, but mm-hmm. very well done. And the the point that stands out for me in, in that piece about Jim Harbaugh coming to Minnesota, interviewing for the Viking job, not getting the job, and going back to Michigan, the one thing you can say is he was very transparent. It wasn't like he snuck off to Minneapolis. Yeah, he was. Or he, he met the Wolves in Cleveland or up in the UP somewhere. I mean, he, he told everybody, I'm going to Minnesota. Here's what I'm doing. I mean, the players, the administration, the coaches, everybody knew what was going on. And that's what stands out for me. And in this day and age, I, I, I value that. And it, 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 I, I had to listen, the idea of getting back to the NFL and maybe having a chance to win a Super Bowl. <clears throat> I'm not sure he understands the history of the Minnesota Vikings, but... Oh, come on now. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> but The Bengals are back but, in the Super Bowl for the first time since 88. Yeah, there you go. Um, but, but the transparency... I wasn't a Jim Harbaugh fan. Still, I'm not a Jim Harbaugh fan. Mm-hmm. I'm actually relieved the Minnesota Vikings didn't hire Jim Harbaugh. But yeah. there's a fair amount of transparency in all of this. And on some level, I give the guy credit for how he handled it. Yeah, and it, so much is done underneath the, the, the cloak of night, right? Like, we, sure. you know, everything's done in the back room yeah. and nobody knows what's going on. Uh, he, he was, he was transparent, although I don't like where he's like, okay, this is the last time. Is it the last time he's going to do this? And I'm with you. I, I think the Vikings, they dodged a khaki clad bullet with this because they're like, well, Kevin O'Connell, he, he's a risk. Well, sure he is. But I mean, let's look at Jim Harbaugh and you want something that's in that Zimmer mold, something, you know, a guy that might be here, you know, three, four years. I mean, his history shows that he... You know, I mean, he could wear out his welcome and he could get bored with it. And if you really want to build a foundation, this is not the guy you want. He's more run it back guy. And I don't think the Vikings need to run it back. You need to blow it up and and start over. Well, and this gets back to what Chris Thomas and the Pioneer Press told us earlier. And that, that stands out from that interview. And by the way, that's available online at WCCORadio.com. Or get the Odyssey app, use the Rewind feature. The Odyssey app, absolutely free. Doesn't cost you a dime. I know you'll enjoy Even it. Even I can afford it. Yeah. Or me. For you. You, know, you or me. We, we don't even have to parlay our money. We're the we same tax. pool our resources. Yeah. Uh, we're in the same tax it. bracket, Steve. We're going yeah. to have We could get a joint checkbook and we'd still be able to afford it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I, I will say this Chris Thomas had made it. A, a really good point as well that Jim Harbaugh is probably, you know, out of the same mold as maybe a Mike Zimmer. And when Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman got let go, they wanted to go in a new direction. Mm-hmm. They wanted a collaborator this, yeah. and a communicator and they wanted new school and not old school. That's why it never seemed like a fit to me. It's like, really? The Vikings. You know, they, they, they bring in the new general manager. People, who, people want the name. People want the Harbaugh name without really looking at why it might not be the best fit. Yeah, and I, I think he's a great fit. He, he beat Ohio State. They, they, went, they went to the college football playoff. I mean, things are going in the right direction. 
But I will go back to the article in the Detroit Free Press. Mitch Album did a, a really good job on it, and, and it gets back to at least he was transparent, made it crystal clear, I'm flying to Minnesota, I'm going to interview for this job, and did this piece, did this interview, it's in the paper for everyone to read. Um, I, I give him credit on that level, and, and I'm glad he's a Michigan coach. You know, hey, that I, I, I think it worked out well for everybody. 8.32, we're going to take a break. Uh, the weather could work out for us next week. We could see 40s again in these parts. I know. I know it's hard to believe. We'll, we'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Sports to the max here on a Friday night. Timberwolves are idle until Sunday. Wild in the all-star break. Uh, Golden go for women's hockey team. Beat Bemidji tonight 7-0 at Ritter. Same two teams tomorrow. Go for men taking on Michigan State. That was 2-2. In the third, go for men's hoops. Uh, they're at Iowa on Sunday. Go for women. Host Michigan State at the barn Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Right now, high school hockey in the spotlight. Benilde St. Margaret's head coach Ken Pauley joins us. Ken, good to visit with you. Hey, good evening. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while and your team playing really well. Yeah, you know, I was actually just thinking while I was waiting here, I think I talked to you about a year ago we were undefeated and we had a big game against Edina and I think we got killed like 6-1 so it's a, it's, a, it's a good thing you called me we didn't have a game <laughs> yeah I, yeah it's, yeah I, just a jinx I and I I, I apologize Ken for for, for what transpired uh, no, no that's all that's all on us but things are going well this year thank you <laughs> yeah and I, I want to start with the goaltender it looks like uh, you you got a goalie that's playing great save percentage 926 Mason McElroy tell us more yeah he's uh he's a really talented sophomore um, he actually won the um he was at the, he was at the national camp out in New York with the with the oh, 15 wow. so he's considered one of the top um, top young goalies actually in the country. Uh, Steve, so he, he's a high-end kid. He uh, he basically won the uh, um, he played with the Whites at a Bam Double A team last year, and then won the state championship, and largely because of him. And uh, he's just a very he's really an athletic kid and really calm. And, and yeah, when like you said, when you had a kid with a ninety percent save percentage and that goals against below two, uh, that's a good place to start for winning. Yeah, and it's got to free everybody up, and it's got to make it easier to free everyone up. From from your spot on the bench, yeah, you know that you you're, you're, you could not be more right. Basically, the you know my feeling with the goalie is uh, um, the goalie's got to be good when we're bad, and uh, and in hockey, hockey's that sort of game where you're going to have you know those five or six minutes where the team looks like it's never been coached, um, and and you, you need your goalie to be good in those times, and that's and that's and, that, and that's what and that's what he is, and. Um, you, you know, guys are going to catch an edge. Guys are going to fall. Things are going to happen, and um, and, and so the goalie to cover up those mistakes uh, is that's one of the reasons why we're having some success this year. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, the blue line. Uh, how's the play been uh, among the defensemen? Well, really, I, I tell you, you know, how much of our programs we usually have pretty good defensemen, and this year is no different. We we start with Tristan Sarsland. Um, who's actually the the grandson of the great Elk River coach Tony Sarsland. Um, oh. And, uh, Yes, yeah. So Tristan's been uh, is a captain for us, and basically he's in our four, fourth year. He'll he'll certainly be a Mister Hockey finalist. Uh, uh, certainly he's on the list as an NHL draft choice. So he's a 
he's a pretty dang high-end kid. He's got several Division One offers right now. He's just trying to decide what he wants to do. And uh, But we also have a, um, another young man there, a senior, Brady Yakish, um, who we also be, uh, believe will be a Mr. Hockey finalist. And so you, you have two senior captains. And, and obviously, Steve, actually, um, about a month or so ago, we actually paired those two together on the blue, you know, as partners. And uh, the game we did that, we have not lost a game since they've been partners as defensemen. So um, you start with those two kids, and then we have two great senior defensemen and uh, Ben Thompson and Bjorn Lurvik. So you have four senior defensemen who have you know varsity um, varsity ability, and then a couple of good sophomores and Gavin Reed and Mason Stanger. So we've we've got an excellent blue line. So again, you're you're smart. You obviously been around hockey, Steve, because you're asking. You build from the net on out. We start with a good goalie and great defensemen and. Uh, that's a great place to start. <laughs> well, and, and Ken, I, I was just looking at the numbers, you know, of the goaltender, and the, and those really stand out. Considering the schedule you played, to, to have that save percentage up there and, and the goals against in that spot, you know, knowing night in and night out how many good teams you play, that that that's pretty impressive. Well, certainly on the front end, you know, we're starting to yeah. get, you know, you know, basically in our conference schedule now, which is a little lighter. There's some good teams in there, like Uchaska and Chan, for sure. But, uh, but again, you're, you're right. Like if you look at our schedule, the entirety of it, you're playing the Hill Murrays and the Dinas and the Wyzettas yeah. and you know St. Thomas Academies and teams like that, and winning, and you're got your goalie throwing up a 92% save percentage. Um, you know, that's uh, like I said, that 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 leads to a winning streak. Um, Ken, a uh, little bit about the scoring up front. It looks like you have good balance this year. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, normally, you know, normally when your coaches talk about having balanced scoring, it usually means they don't have scoring. Uh, you know, but, yeah. but that's not that's not the case here. You know, we uh, you really start with um, you know, with Adam Marshall, who's again a four year starter for us. That uh, you know he's a, he's our leading you know he's a, he's our leading goal scorer with seventeen. But like you talked about, there's balance there. We have. You know, Drew Stewart and Michael Ristow both have 13, and uh, and so you guys, you know, three or four more other guys that have are are near, you know, nine or ten. So um, it's 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 been good balance, and uh, we're especially pleased with a kid that a lot of people don't know about, is so Mitchell Dockman, a senior this year, who's just having a great year. And that's really the fun thing about high school hockey is that you just, you know, these kids do get a year older, a year stronger, and. Uh, not everything is preordained when they're seventh graders or eighth graders or ninth graders. Um, and, and, and Doc is one of those guys who's having a great year or two. And uh, it really goes quick now. You mentioned you're in to the meat of the conference schedule. And by February 19th, final regular season game against New Prague. And then it's on to sections. And then it really gets interesting. And I know you, you build your schedule and your season about that. And I know there, there's conference goals and, you know, win, winning the big games against some of these non-conference opponents. But you get to section time and it all kind of builds to getting to that section final and having a chance to go over to St. Paul. Yeah, you know that's you know that's that's the thing that that that's the thing that's uh, that's fun about it, and you get high anxiety about it as well because <laughs> right. you're, you're absolutely right that throughout the year you try to build your schedule and try to create those moments that will simulate you know section play when it's all on the line, um, but nothing you know nothing replaces it when you actually get to section play and it's a it's a it's, it's not section playoffs it's a section tournament so it's a one game tournament you you have to be on you can't be off a tick and you got to be lucky and you got to be healthy and, all, and a lot of bounces have to go your way. So 
uh, you know, again, we, we feel we got a you know, team that can win this year. Last couple of years, we've, we've just gotten to the doorstep, Steve. We've gotten the section final three straight years, and you know, we lost a heartbreaker and a overtime uh, a penalty shot a couple of years ago and lost 3-2 to YZ. So we're, we're hoping to kind of get back to that doorstep and, and, and cross the threshold. But, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, with a couple of weeks left in the season, uh, it won't be long until the turn will kick in and everything, every record will roll to 0-0 and everyone will feel like they have a chance. Looking at your season, you've been able to win close games. That pays dividends as well, Ken. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, you know it's it's a uh, you know as a coach, you read a lot of coaching biographies, and I heard you talking about Harbaugh and stuff like that. And believe me, I've read a lot of football and biographies and basketball. And I remember reading something from Bud Grant said a long time ago. Said, you know, um, if if you can't win close games, you're not a very good team. Um, and, and he's right because that's when the pressure's on. Are you making the plays? You know, so I actually, are you making the plays at the critical moments? And whenever I look at our season or kind of look back on the kind of how we're doing, uh, I really like to see, okay, are we winning those one goal games? Um, that's, 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 that's really important. And, uh, you know, early on, we dropped a couple early on and, uh, we played great games, but we were losing like that one goal in overtime and stuff like that. But it was nice when that, when that worm started to turn a little bit, uh, that's when our record started to turn. Well, Ken, always good to visit with you and uh, continued success. Once again, Benilde St. Margaret's uh, ranked number three in the latest 2A poll. And once again, by the middle of February, the regular season is over, and it's on to section time. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Take care. All right, there he is, Ken Pauley. Once again, longtime head coach at Benilde St. Margaret's. Uh, they'll play a matinee tomorrow at Bloomington Ice Garden against Bloomington Kennedy, and then the five to go after that, uh, home against Orono, Chaska, and Chan, on the road at Champlin Park, and then home to New Prague to close out the regular season. And you look at boys' hockey right now, and, and say take a look at uh, the rankings in 2A, and you look at the top ten at the moment. Creighton-Durham Hall, Hill-Murray, Benilde St. Margaret's, Andover-Wyzetta, then Maple Grove, Rose Moorhead, Lakeville South, and Rogers. And I don't think that uh, you know any of those teams can be counted out from ultimately winning a, a state title. There's there's a lot of good teams there, and and for that matter, teams that aren't even in the top ten right now that that still have a shot to win it all. A lot of great balance, a lot of great players here in the state. 8.48, 12 minutes now, front of 9 o'clock. We'll put a wrap on it in a moment. Sports to the max here on a Friday. News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. A good night for hockey at the U. Number one ranked women's team. And they just swept Wisconsin, then went on the road and split with number two Ohio State. And they come back home and tonight beat Bemidji State 7-0. Same two teams tomorrow at Ritter. And then... Uh, Let's see. There's the tennis center, and then Ritter, and then Mariucci. So yeah, right next. to No, no. It's isn't it Ritter, then the tennis center, and then Mariucci. I can't remember. Um, I can picture it. Anyway, at Mariucci, Minnesota, leading Michigan State four to two in period number three. 
Timberwolves are off till Sunday. They get the matinee. Uh, Chris Tubbs, do you like those Sunday matinees? I love those Sunday matinees. I, I love the Sunday matinee, especially oh, yeah. because it's you know it gives me something to do on my birthday. Or are you going to the game? I no, but I can. I'm going to watch it on TV. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, happy birthday, man! Oh, th- that was um, that was not a uh, a passive aggressive like, hey, it's my birthday. It was just like, well, it gives me something to do because you know, obviously, you're like, oh, hey, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the Wolves and the Pistons. That's what I'm going to do. See, I love these. You get the kids out. It's Grunge's birthday at Target Center. Great day to get the kids out to see the Timberwolves and the Pistons on Sunday pregame. Two tip just after two thirty. They're playing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think this is a year. I, I think we can say that here in a, early a, February. A year for what, though? I mean, I, I to, mean. To, to get to the playoffs. I, I, you, and you brought it up earlier. You know, they, they, they got it, you know, Jimmy Butler and all of that. But that that felt like, is Jimmy really going to stick around? Yeah. This, this feels more like. This it feels sustainable. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. And. Um, I, I'm I'm happy for the entire group, but here's the thing. Okay, what have you done for me lately? They have to beat Detroit on Sunday. It's Crunch's birthday. It's a matinee at home. You 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 can't let Detroit hang around. You gotta you gotta take care of business, and and do what you did to Denver at Target Center. You know, just just blow them off the floor. Well, and, and I, I think, see and, and I mean, you know, to even with Detroit, I mean, you got Detroit for two, then you got Sacramento for two. Like, you really needed that game last night against the Pistons because coming off of those impressive wins, you know, the Jazz, the Nuggets, that's fine, but you can't lay a big old against the Pistons. And, and, and they the got Kings. back into the game. I, did, I yes. was getting a little nervous. I was thinking to myself, you, you, oh, I can't seen your do Twitter. This. I, I seen your Twitter. I, I know. You you can't do this. No, and and they found a way to win. So give them credit, but they they need to take care of business on Sunday. Absolutely. Not only is it Crunch's birthday, it's Chris Tubbs' birthday, and let's let's see what thirty eight, thirty nine. Oh, it, I wish I was still a pup. I wish I. I I'm not going to tell you my age. No, no, I I I I, 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 I was trying to fool you into it. Oh, um, it it doesn't matter. It's it's just a number, Chris. Um, so, wh- what do you want for your birthday beyond the Timberwolves win? Uh, you know, that's it. I just want a Timberwolves. <laughs> I, I want uh, Justin Jefferson to come out of the Pro Bowl unscathed, unhurt. Yeah, yeah. They, wait, what about Kirk Cousins? Eh. Yeah, he's he's got to be he's got to be unhurt too because yeah. you, know, you don't want to trade value and all. No, okay. I, I don't want to come off as unsympathetic to to Kirk Cousins. I don't. Now, I don't want. Craig, I don't want anybody to get hurt. So. Now, Craig Schrepfer, uh mentioned mm-hmm. that that Henry Lake is going to visit with Matthew Collar, a Purple Insider. So we'll talk more about this whole coaching thing and what went down with Harbaugh and why he didn't get the job. And then uh, hopefully they'll talk about you know what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins. That that they'll get into that a little bit uh, tonight. So Matthew Collar, uh, part of the show with Henry Lake tonight here on. Late night, so we, but here, and, and let's do this to end the show. Okay. At, at this moment, so this moment. we got a general manager, we got a coach for the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. Chris Tubbs uh-huh. is Kirk Cousins the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings for the twenty twenty two season. I, I, 
I'm going to go 55-45, no. I'm going to go a little more than uh, – I'm going to go just a little bit more than Chris Thomason. You said 50-50. I'm going to go 55-45. So saying- I don't want 50-50. Nah, I ain't going to go flip a coin. Got to go a little bit better odds than flipping a coin. I mean, come on. Who can't flip a coin? I, I, I am now thinking. Uh-huh. Did, I, did they, I change your mind, Steve? Tell no, me I you didn't. You didn't change my mind. Oh. There, there were – at the end of the season, I thought there's no way he's coming back. They're going to fire Rick Spielman. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're going to blow it up. They're going to start over. Yeah. Now I think there's a better than 50-50 chance that he comes back, that Kirk Cousins will be the signal caller. The one thing you can't do, you, you, you can't control. extend him, though. You can't extend him. If you're going to do anything, you let the cap hit run its course this year, and then you just can't extend him. For a salary cap room, you just can't. So you, you you're saying keep him, but just take the hit and just try and get through the 22 season, and that opens things up. If he's I, if know. he's if he's back, then yes, that's the reason. Henry Lake, Matthew Collar, coming up later on. It is late night around the corner here on News Talk E3O WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.